Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Nadia Show with your girl Nadia. How are you guys doing this morning? Yes, we reached almost the end of October, which hopefully will be the end of the year. And just to fill you guys in on what's been going on, of course, last week on a Wednesday was my birthday. Yes, it passed and it's over with. Um, Well, not um, I'm sorry, just giving myself some time to think. You know, this year pretty much as a whole hasn't been the greatest for me, especially what transpired in April. So personally, I was like, okay, this whole, this whole, the rest of this year's garbage is trash. Throw it away. I'm not going to really celebrate my birthday. And, you know, everybody kept badgering, 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 badgering. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I'm like, nothing with everything going on, the pandemic and then what happened personally for me I was just like I'm not doing anything and um I kept that promise well my birthday came and gone on that day itself I was very um I was very sad I'm not gonna lie to you I was very sad and pretty much this this happened this year really took a toll on my mental state and what people don't really get a chance to talk about is definitely mental health It's so taboo. It's never talked about. It's swept under the rug. Excuse me. It's swept under the rug and it's never really talked about. We we don't really have, I mean, we really have the resources, but they have to be used. But also we have to talk about these things and put them out to the forefront. And just realizing that at times we go, as humans, we all go through a phase in our life. We all go through phases in our life with, disparity anxiety depression you know things of that nature and it's just to the point that you have to admit or you have to say that I'm not okay and there's nothing wrong with that you won't be condemned you won't be judged and folks need to stop doing that just because a person just because a person is going through these things does not mean that they're um that there's something wrong with them we go through we go in life, you go through things that are that will turn it upside down and inside out. Sometimes it's not enough talking to people around you. Sometimes it's okay to talk to someone who does not know you, who does not will incline criticism or judgment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because it's easy for people to say, "Oh, it's nothing wrong with you. You'll get over it." Da 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 da. No, you won't get over it if you feel that way. It's, it's not nothing to get over. It's something to understand. It's something to it's something to fix, and it's something to learn from, and how to cope, and get a mechanism started. So when you know you're coming to that place, you have something that will say, "Nah, we're not even going there today, or tomorrow, or in the next minute or so. We're not going to do that." So, like I said, um. I definitely felt sadness on my birthday due to what happened due to what happened earlier this year personally for me. Um you guys probably know that already. I dedicated the first show to that. And um I already been told that next year for my birthday <laughs> turn turn up is not gonna be a word. <laughs> we gonna turn this mother out. <laughs> so next year I definitely will come back a little bit better. I won't be so so sad about the day you were born because on birthdays you're supposed to be excited and happy and all kinds of things and I really wasn't this year due to what happened so next year I'm definitely going to be coming back stronger crazier 
beyond best. So I'm excited for that. But my birthday was this past Wednesday. And, you know, that's pretty much the gist of that. But anywho, let's jump into what we really wanted to talk about today. And we are on part two of the male bands. Last episode, I gave you guys an introduction of how the band is put together and, you know, the team and et cetera, et cetera. But now we're going to jump into the part two, which is called stardom. <laughs> yes, stardom. Stardom meaning you get larger than life. You get biggie, biggie. You're not just playing it. You're not just fiddling around in the in the in, in garages or studios and stuff. Oh no 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 no. You're in the big leagues now. So for most male bands, because we're not gonna say boy bands because that's so cle that's so cliche, so cheesy, so kitty like, we're gonna say male bands. And we'll keep reiterating that. Yes I am. So for these male bands when it comes to stardom you hear the terminology you hear the terminology overnight success out of nowhere hits you know oh my god the new the new sensation or they're compared to other male bands and me personally every male band is different every male band is not the same and they're not imitation they're not cousin they're not sector they're not none of that every male band has their own different spin flavor pizzazz they have their own thing so it's always reminded that every male band is not the same as far as choreography and harmony is 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 used for that that you want to see and that's you want to hear you want to see the footwork you want to see who's getting who's really getting into the dance steps so you want to see who can sing and who can't and also you want to see who can rap because that's also a big part of the boy band group also that don't get displayed and pretty much, if a band, if members can play instruments, that's good too. That's good too. Because you want to make sure that the band is pretty much diversified, you know? So anyway, when we go back to the stardom, these groups, these groups, pretty much you hear that they've been working out. They've been working for six months, a year, two years, or even better than that. But also you have to deal with the advertisement, the plugins and all of that. Now we have streaming services and we have now, now in this point in 2020, we have streaming services. We have internet, which is meaning we had, we have YouTube, we have MySpace, we have Facebook, we had Twitter, we have, um, what's that? Is it SoundStream, CloudStream, Cloud? Apple, you name it. But back then, we all had. <laughs> you can see how drastically the years have changed. Back then, we've had record stores. We had music, music channels and stations that you came up to. So, of course, you had to go to TRL. Of course, you had to go to 106 Park. That was straight up advertisement. And then also you had. You have record record store signings. You do pop-ups over there and things of that nature. So however you were able to get the music out. And also, people don't do this often now. You had TV morning shows. So every talk show host, they had their musical guest. 
you were on it. Or even late night shows, you were on that too because that featured promotion for you to get out there. So, of course, with stardom also comes records, albums, CDs. Now, you just get to pick them off and stream them. Back then, we had records, albums, vinyls, CDs, cassette tapes. Remember that? (laughs) Cassette tapes, all that good stuff. That you went to your local record store. Your local record store. I miss those. That you went to your local record store and pretty much picked up the cassette, the CD, the record. Yeah, the record on a 45 vinyl disc. <laughs> See, now it's streamed. You can pick it up. You can get. You can download. Well, I wouldn't even say download it. You can pick it up on any streaming service. Spotify, Apple, you name it, it's there. But back then... You know, you had to um you had to see what these uh you had to see what these male groups were all about and they were often talked about overnight success and then of course when you have them sit down and do interviews, you see who would talk, you see who not talk, you see the camaraderie with the band with the with the band and when it within the group and you would kinda see you get to see a little segue and stuff like that. But you, you also had your favorite in the group. I know for Menudo, anybody who remembers Menudo, I think up until the point where you turned 16, after you turned 16, it was a 16, 17, or 18, you were out the group because they, they didn't want anybody older than that. Once you started developing facial hair and stuff like that, they kicked you out. But we all know. We may not all know Menudo, but we know one Menudo alumni. <laughs> he grew up, well, he grew up and got his own deal. And he's, 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 he's the greatest of all time, if you ask me. Or he's considered one of those. And that's Ricky Martin. <laughs> so he's definitely a, um, an alum from, a, from an original group. He was there since he was a child. I probably think around maybe a, either 10 or 11. But I'm definitely going to do my research on that one. And I'll give y'all the the info on that on uh, our next episode. But anywho, back to it. Also, also with Stardom, you also have once the album come out. So, of course, you have Billboard. You have Billboard. So, let's say, for example, you have, let's say, for example, many R&B bands. I'm sorry. Hold on a second, you guys. you have your R&B bands of course you definitely want them to reach the charts to sell number one but also you want them to land on not just the R&B charts internationally and then you also want them to hit pop because sometimes with R&B groups I wouldn't even say with R&B groups they're always gelled in as being just R&B and not pop even though their song is catchy even though their song has a melody it has a hook it has that it has that standout line in it. It's usually when you're crossing over to another genre, they kind of put you, they kind of put you in effort. What they say, they kind of, let me use the word they uh, they love to use. They kind of pigeonhole you into just being a pop group or pigeonhole you into being an R&B group and not saying, okay, they're R&B, but they have a pop appeal to it. They are pop. But they have an R&B feel to it. It's it's very confusing into the music industry what people want you to cross over into. Because once you cross over into one genre and you're from this genre, you're a sellout. And I don't obviously think that. 
it, it's meaning you're crossing, you're, you're pretty much, I wouldn't say crossing the line and you're not blurring them. You're making sure that people from any type of music genre loves your music, no matter what you're putting into it. And music is universal, so if you have a little jazz to it, a little gospel to it, a little pop, R&B, reggae, you're touching, you're touching on every musical, on every musical aspect. And of course, that's going to sell records because you're going to have more people, you're going to have more fans, more folks saying, oh my God, I like that. Let me get this. And they're going to be like, definitely want to come to the shows and the concerts and stuff let's get into that too they're going to want to come to the shows and the concerts that you play that favorite record for them or sing that they're going to trust me it's going to be a fandemonium now from selling records to going on tour mm, mm, mm. <laughs> talking about living out of a suitcase you literally are now when you think of going on tour you're thinking of this this uh you're thinking of these groups that are going on tours they're probably either going on tours themselves or being the sideshow for another big artist but that also builds up fan reputation fandemonium and fan reputation and record sales also because if you're opening up for if you're opening up for someone and you got and you guys go on you're not going to have as much people. Everybody's going to be clapping, clapping, clapping. But the main person that they came to see, you're going to see people wild out. Now, when you get your own show and you're touring, you're not only touring the, U- the U.S., but you're also touring overseas. So mostly, roughly with groups, when they go on tour, it's definitely either a year or two. Because you're covering all your grounds, including the 50 states. Including the 50s. Well, actually, tours are pretty much based on kind of, well, not kind of. Tours are usually based on the major markets that you're touching. So you got L.A., you got New York, you got Chicago, you have Florida. And maybe in between, you'll probably visit Texas. But when you're doing a 50-state tour, you're traveling from California in between Louisiana, going back to Vegas, up in Boston, you probably would touch either Canada. You more than likely would touch Hawaii because that's 50 states. And you're going in between each and every day performing, performing constantly, performing, performing constantly and rigorously because you have to make sure that every show is bigger than the last one. And depending on if the groups are from certain hometowns, you know that they got to bring the energy because that's their hometown, of course. And then you're also going overseas. So you're, you're going to the, you're going to countries such as England, Japan, Tokyo, Italy, Rome, Paris. And over there, their fan base is crazy, just like in here, just like here in the U.S. So you're also going over there and you're selling more records as well. But also you're doing interviews in between and appearances on television shows and signing autographs. And of course, that comes with merchandise. So merchandise meaning cups, mugs, shirts. Um, you guys probably will be able to do a documentary on, you know, your first stardom and how you grew up, how the big, the big of the group. And, you know, you're going to interviews and of course you're talking about, you're talking about dun, 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 which will probably mean if a person wants to go solo or something of that sort, which 
Most of the group members would be like, nah, we're not even thinking about that. And then, of course, you have to know that once touring is over, and sometimes on touring, you're going to be recording your second album, your next album, which loves to be pigeonholed as the sophomore jinx, making sure that hopefully this second album will feature a little bit more growth on you guys musically. You'll be able to kind of touch on your sound, touch on the harmonies, talk about themes and themes and things of that nature and just see a little bit more growth. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. I think I I think I didn't in, get to include everything. Let me get my words and thoughts right. <laughs> sorry, just a little just a little off. Not a little off today, but I'm just trying to get my words and things together so I can bring you guys the information that you guys need also. I think I didn't touch on one on one subject with the stardom. Also, Oh, with the stardom, with stardom, it's nothing but backstage crazy. You not only have to deal with your wardrobe, your management, PR, and other things, but you have to also deal with your fans. (laughs) Your fans, your million and one admirers. The girls who have your pictures and posters, this is women too, all over their wall, their fantasies, their visuals, da-da-da-da-da. You have your hardcore fans that meet you backstage that, and you know, and male groups, temptation like a mug, temptation like a mug. You have mothers offering up daughters. You have grown women offering up themselves. You have you have women trying to get back to the bodyguards and into getting into the group and stuff of that nature. And I mean, every male, every group has a story of their biggest, craziest fans who pretty much defied odds, <laughs> gravity. And other and other things to get to them, which they all find, which they probably all find very laughable. But at the same time, these are your fans, and these are these are diehard diehard people that pay their hard earned money to come out and see you time and time again. And of course, they purchase your music, and let's say on the same age level, we pretty much with all these male groups out past and present. It all seems that we grew up with them. They were kind of the basis and the soundtrack, not of our childhood, but of us growing up in life. Because you turned on that record, and they, you turned on that record, and it kind of gave you a good, a good vibration or a good vision or anything. It just made you just, just did something to you and for you, per se. Anytime you play it, anytime you play the record, it, it was, a, it was, a, it was a good time, good vibes, good energy. Good harmony. And you sung along to it. And in concert, you wanted them to sing that song. Requested, you know, on, on radio stations. Oh, also forgot about radio stations. Now, when radio is also critical to to an artist, to a group, um, radio stations are critical. Because you do have in Arbitron Radio of music stations that will play your record based on their format. So you got your hip hop stations, 
that also play hip-hop and R&B. You have your pop stations, and then you have other stations that play records also as well. I'm not going to go into it, but your major components are always your hip-hop and pop stations. Depending on you come there, they play their they play your records. Could be three, four, five, ten million times a day. Doesn't matter if a fan wants to hear it and it's the biggest selling record in America, they're gonna play it. So also, radio stations also play a major part in stardom as well because you've also had hip hop hip hop stations that did mixtapes and hip hop stations that debuted records and you know a lot of stations pretty much are. Radio stations are very much comparative to artists selling their records. Even now with even now with iHeartRadio, which playing all the stations in the world from from the West Coast to the East Coast to the Midwest to the to the South, plays everything. And I think Hawaii and Canada too. So now you have iHeartRadio and other streaming services that definitely will hit up music first. And they're also popular too. And Sirius Radio. Sirius Radio also is another key key component of selling music as well. So you definitely have that now versus what happened versus previously. We also had radio stations too, but we, you know, it's global. It's global now that iHeartRadio has all the stations lined up into one, and Sirius Radio also is a big. Con- a big conglomerate versus back when we just had our regular radio stations, but they all, I mean, radio stations play a valid point when it comes to artists' career and everything else. So I can't forget radio stations too, because radio stations, the DJs, the VJs behind that. Absolutely. Like I said, the radio, um, also TV, music, television. Well, besides MTV, BET, Fuse, much, much TV, um title i forgot diddy station also much music i can go back and i can go back with all the stations with that they also play a big market when it comes to selling music as well because they feature your favorite artists they debut their videos vivo it's it's so many i can name and tell you that also gets started on their career as well and it still plays a pivotal part and it still plays a pivotal part in their in their career in their careers also let me see what else i touched on introduction um stardom 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 we also did merchandising we definitely did merchandising. I definitely covered that part. So I think I covered pretty much all the bases. If I didn't, I'll do a recap about it. I definitely touched on the bases of when it comes to stardom of these male groups. Let me see. Touching, touching, touching. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just trying to get my train of thought together. So... I'm not being, I'm being apologetic, but you know why. And hey, this is my show, so <laughs> we can always have an oops uh moment or anything of that sort. So I'm definitely getting better at it. So mistakes are allowed. There's nothing wrong with that. Mistakes are allowed, definitely. Okay, 
for the pause. Now, I know for the next, I know for our next episode, we're definitely going to pretty much close out with our part three, which will definitely be the aftermath. So we all know with, we all know with male bands, there's always, there can be friction. There can be mismanagement, mishandlings. There can be sex, drugs, and other perils that pretty much will send certain members into peril and also we also have to touch on the breakups of certain male groups which will tie into why I wanted to do this in the beginning this this idea came to me I'll let you guys know but that would be part three we're going to definitely call that the aftermath because you have group and also you have groups that pretty much give themselves a little breather and they come back together stronger. You have groups out, you have male groups out here that do stand the test of time. And then you have some groups that pretty much disbanded and will they ever come back together? You never know, but there are certain things that have to be cleared up. Also with, with, with the disbanded of male groups, you also have to know it also comes down to the record company. It also comes down to the handlement of money and how things were mismanaged because it's often, it's often in the record. It's also in the industry of music that it was painted. It was painted. It was painted. It was painted as slice of life. It was everything, but now an insight and folks coming out and saying things and, we all know that the music industry is not all it's cracked up to be. It's not. And over the last course of years, I'm saying from 2021 back, we've lost a lot of <laughs> we lost a lot of great artists. And when you hear the stories on certain on certain outlets like Unsung and things, you really get a glimpse of this is crazy. This music the music industry is nuts. It's a drug. It's a drug. You sh- no matter the high, the highest you get, you always come down. So on our third episode, we're definitely our third, uh, the third part of this ep- of the third part of this point. We're gonna definitely cover the aftermath of um, the boy bands. The aftermath, the high. I wouldn't say the highs or the lows. I would definitely put it as the downfalls and the rising. <laughs> catchy title, right? Catchy, catchy, catchy. Just a little FYI, um, Versus is back for their little uh, for their episode, and this Versus it will definitely be something. It will be between Ti and Jeezy. I think that would be definitely a good matchup because I'm um Ti came around Ti came around in the early in the early or mid two thousands two thousand three. Or 2004, I'm gonna get that corrected. And um, T um, and Jeezy came out around that time, also. So, we're definitely gonna see the Bubba Bear Man and the Soul Survivor get it on on November 19th. Make sure you tune in November 19th to see T.I. and Jeezy go off on season two of Versus. All right, you guys, I, I thank you. All right. I'm thankful, 
I can't even get my words together. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm a jet like a 747. The next installment of this of the male boy bands, uh, not boy bands, the next installment of the male bands, we're going to wrap that up. That'll be our, that'll be our last, that'll be our conclusion. So again, I thank you guys for tuning in. I'm out of here. Later.